Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 12th and 13th, 1919, Part 2, pages 219 through 221. March 13th, 1919, Part 2. A priest, Father Lubianietz, vice rector of the seminary, had told me yesterday about a certain Mr. Dibovsky, an engineer and mathematician, who would come to see me today. He told me who this man was and the purpose of his visit. The Poles do not want to conduct important matters behind my back. Today, this gentleman came to introduce himself. He has been appointed commander for the city of Vilnius by the Polish government. The Poles have a secret military organization here, and even some of the Bolshevik soldiers have promised to join. Their purpose is to defend the city against robbers and vandals. When the Bolsheviks pull out, they intend to take power, not only in the city itself, but in outlying areas as well. They do not propose to engage in politics, nor to determine who will control the city. Their purpose is simply to maintain order and to protect the city from looters. If necessary, they even intend to disarm the Bolsheviks. I inquired whether the Lithuanians had been consulted. He said that they had, but had not come to an agreement. Later, I found out why. It appears that the Lithuanians asked them if they are prepared to recognize independent Lithuania with Vilnius as its capital. When they refused, the Lithuanians would not consent to join them. From his talk, I understood that the, this gentleman expected the Polish legionnaires to arrive from Lida very soon. Later, it turned out that only a small group of Polish soldiers showed up near Lida, while in Vilnius, rumor had it that some 10,000 Polish troops are marching toward Vilnius from Lida. This gentleman added that he considered it his duty to inform me about what is going on in the city, so I would not be surprised later. He reported that the Bolsheviks intend to arrest me on their way out of Vilnius, but that they, the Polish officers, will protect me. They have prepared a shelter, a safe house, for me. I thanked him for his kindness and consideration. This man said that the Bolsheviks will, in fact, be leaving Vilnius on the 23rd of March and advised me to go into hiding the last two or three days before this happens. Then he asked me to bless him and his efforts. For a while, we spoke about relations among the major nationalities here in Vilnius, the Lithuanians, Poles, and Belarusians. I mentioned Switzerland as a place where people live together in exemplary harmony, respecting one another as equals, and working together for the common good of their country. Here, on the other hand, people do not even want to recognize each other's existence. The Belarusians cannot even be mentioned in some quarters. We cannot go on living like this, nor can we hope to achieve anything worthwhile. Finally, I told this gentleman I have not interfered up to now, nor do I intend to do so in the future. A bishop must be bishop for all. He must serve everyone equally. My position here is very complicated. Moreover, I must be cautious, since my flock is divided on the question of who will control Vilnius, because each faction wants it for themselves. Generally speaking, I can only be grateful for the efforts of those who are determined to protect the people from disorder, lawlessness, and looting.
I also advised the man to be cautious himself. I told him that for several weeks now I have been hearing how the Polish forces are trying to get organized. The Bolsheviks, I added, are aware of this as well. Consequently, the Poles should not needlessly draw misfortune down upon themselves and others. Just as the Polish legionnaires' previous attempt to take Vilnius seemed to me a trivial venture, so now this ostensibly underground operation conducted by the Polish forces bodes ill for the people. The Bolsheviks will very likely uncover the operation and fill the prisons, especially since these officers are making too much noise. This is not serious work, but merely the fantasy of hotheads and dreamers. The man then said he had already selected those persons who would take power in the city and in the entire country. He also told me that he was very anxious lest the Germans seize Vilnius. He did not mention the Lithuanians. In reply, I said that I thought it not very important who takes the city temporarily. Its ultimate fate depends on what the peace conference in Paris decides. Then I added that as far as I am concerned, I do not intend to leave or to go into hiding. I have advised others not to flee, nor do I myself intend to go anywhere. Let it be as God wills. So many people are suffering in prison, and I too will suffer if I am arrested. Well, in this last section of the entry, Blessed George writes of the political maneuverings going on in Vilnius. All are waiting for the Bolsheviks to leave. The Poles hope to take over. A layman advises Blessed George that the Bolsheviks plan to arrest him before they leave so he should go into hiding or go to a safe house that they have prepared. Blessed George recognizes that there will be shifting governments in Vilnius. It is a complicated situation, and the members of Blessed George's flock are divided on the question of who will control Vilnius. So he has to be cautious on who he throws his lot in with. He prays for peace, and he doesn't want to put too much trust in any power that might be gone again shortly. Blessed George was a prudent and wise man. He recognized that some that wished to come into power didn't actually have the resources to do so, and their efforts to take over would only cause troubles for themselves and for others. Blessed George told the man that he didn't intend to flee or to hide. He gave the same advice to others. He was ready to do God's will no matter what it was. He felt compassion for all those who were suffering in prison. And Blessed George said that he was ready to suffer in prison as well if he was arrested. He was ready to do the will of God no matter the cost. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on 
with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.